it was but a few days from Christmas, and in the new headquarters of Last Minute Continue, two people, one big, one small, move boxes into what appears to be a bedroom office space. The small one is known as Double Cross. The larger one is Kevin. He wipes his brow with the cuff of his right sleeve. Honestly, well, hey, thanks for letting me take over your old room to be my office. It's kind of needed. No problem. I'm like, I need it anyway, and this way you can finally do a setup you want for streaming. And for the radio show too, plus the whole not living in a flat anymore. I must admit, I won't miss the spiral staircase. Yeah, I did get a lot of complaints about it. Huh? Where from? Yeah, ghosts mainly. Ghosts? It's a long story, and best not gone into. After all, that was 2020. At least in about 2020, the, the better. better. Hey, do you need help with that one? Please. What's even in this thing? Inside the box was many a piece of merch. A treasure trove of books, games, trinkets and trappings Kevin had collected over the years. Wii games, GameCube games... Hey, what's this? Out of the darkness of the box, Doublecross pulled a well-worn leather-bound volume. Easily the heaviest thing inside. Oh! <laughs> I was wondering what that was, thank you! Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. Well, this is a really old edition, and a really heavy one too. Yes. Very. It's more a collection of stories, a compendium rather than just Treasure Island, but I guess that does somewhat get top billing. It belongs to my father's father's father! Or was it my mother's mother's mother? I forget. Whichever it was, it's been in the family for several generations now. It it is a bit chonky, isn't it? Kevin handed the book back to Double Cross and made his way under the desk. I'm going to finish hooking the wiring up for the PC. I'll get us a drink then. As she turned to leave, Double Cross placed the book on the desk, which was still somewhat taken up by the large box she'd brought in, and about half the volume peeked over the desk edge. This would have been fine, but as she turned to leave, she realised she was still carrying some games from the box. Without really looking and being at full stretch, she placed the games onto the reachable corner of the book and left. Now normally this would be no problem, but at that moment a jolt from the desk as Kevin was moving back out moved the book ever so slightly, and with the extra weight on its edge, it slowly tipped over the side, sending a heavy bound volume smack into the back of Kevin's head, stunning him and sending him face first into the metal leg of the desk. <clears throat> the last thing Kevin remembered was the pirate on the cover of the book, getting smaller and further away, as at the same time everything else seemed to be spinning, the world getting darker and darker and darker, until... He heard... Seagulls? Hoist that gangplank, Mr. Venato! Hoisting gangplank. What the heck is this? Ready all lines, Mr. Donny. Aye, aye. Some kind of ship? Okay, weigh anchor, Mr. Turbo. It's bloody heavy, and it's aboard, sir. Hoist the mizzen. Hoisting. Run the titles. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but probably the right time to request it. 
Redux presents show 234, The Treasure Trove Show, or The Lost Treasure of the Floating Island, a Radio Sega storybook series adventure. Who is this blade rat? Bring him to his feet and bind his hands. Viper? Oh no. I mean some kind of Christmas special again, aren't I? This isn't funny, you know. I just wanted to set my desk up. Quiet. Send for the captain. Out on the deck of this mysterious ship strode a tall, thin man with a dark blue coat, a long sword, and an extremely anime haircut. Who is this pathetic, lily-livered piece of shark sputum that's washed up on me deck? Man, I'm getting the full range of pirate insults on this one, aren't I? Oh well, we've had worse iTunes reviews. Also, I think you mean Bilge Rat, not Blige Rat. 
Would you want me to start singing dance for me at you? Answer the captain! Better make it fast, my pretty. Or it's over the side for ye. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I am a stowaway! That is that that is definitely what I am. Uh, I I'm here. I, I seek fame and fortune and uh, 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 piece many pieces of eight, like loads of them, at, at least nine. I like this story. Um, I, I have references. I I'm a member of the LMC crew. If that helps, uh, I've been doing a radio show for about fifteen years. Uh, I mean, I I, I I I don't actually have the uh, names and addresses on me. I think they might have left them in another dream sequence. See, see. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard of this C crew of yours, LMC or otherwise. We don't sail the seas here. This here is the skyship Mighty Mina. We traverse the airwaves and broadcast music to all those that would listen. A radio show host, eh? We have a need for those. The more the merrier to fill our schedule. Release this uh, LMC man. Let him earn his keep. Thanks. I think. Since you're going to be bunking with them, this be my crew. This filthy landlubber is I need fruit. No, I keep telling you I need fruit. I've been suffering from scurvy for three months now, Cap'n. My teeth are falling out. <laughs> what a joker this man it's is. It's not a joke, Cap'n. Please, I need help. I... Yes, 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 we know. Now, this individual be Harry Hammock Hammond. Yoo-hoo! Don't ask why. Ew. This be our bosun, Green Viper. He's not normally that colour, mind you. It's been a rough journey so far. We're barely out of port. Exactly. So sit down for goodness sake. The sleeping one over there is Midshipman SD, our night watchman. He covers the late, so we stay alive. This is our ship surgeon, Dr. Scottnick. This one looks promising, sir. Own hair by the looks of things. Plenty of blood in him. Don't worry, we'll soon have that out. <laughs> There's also our Wayfinder Skyblaze, who charts from their position up in the crow's nest. They are stuck up in their hidden palace again. Never does any work, you notice. Leaves us all down here to scrub the decks and run the rigging. You're welcome to swap at any time, you know. It's flaming cold up here and the vertigo's awful. You watch your mouth or I'll slit your gizzard. And if I can't find that, I'll slit something else. Shutting up now. And this is the cabin girl, Alexis. Yo, home, good. ain't she a cutie? And I am the ace sky pirate captain, Don Gavage, knight of the winds, scourge of the seven zones, captain of our flagship show, and this vessel. I am king of the clouds. What's so funny? Oh, nothing. A sky pirate called Don Gavage, huh? In a blue jacket, no less. No, no, nothing funny about that. It's really suck with all the bears flying about the place. Tell me, do you speak to Baloo often? Bears? Baloo? What are you talking about? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. Put him to work swabbing the deck until we can find something useful for him to do. Raise the transmitter and broadcast our first pirate radio song of the day, bosun. I'm off to consult my charts. 
A floating island must be around here somewhere. Radio Sega.
15 years, bringing you the best in video game music. This is Radio Redux. Don Gavage. Well, there's a name that's surely not open to interpretation by anyone saying it who may have accidentally not been given instructions as to how it's pronounced. You don't seem at all worried about this. Honestly, after, what, 15, 16 plus years, over 230 episodes and 9 seasons of Radio Reacts, I'm kind of used to weird things happening. Getting randomly teleported into some Skies of Arcadia slash Sonic Storybook slash Treasure Island mashup. Pretty much par for the course at this point. I figure if I just play along, everything should be nice and... Well, maybe not tidily, but nicely resolved in about an hour. Still, I think it's time to speed this storybook up a bit. Hey, where are you going? To see your Wayfinder. They've got the charts, right? And so Kevin Boson Viper climbed up the mast to the crow's nest. As they entered the tarped off top of the mast, they were surprised to find a suspiciously spacious area within. It's bigger on the inside. For some reason, I think I was expected to say that. Naturally. Out of the shadows came a short figure in a long coat. Their hair was the colour of a raven's wing, uh, and they walked with a cool, sensual grace. As the light reflected off their face, the visage of a goddess appeared, a sight that could make men's knees tremble, confronted with their immense beauty. Their body was a temple worthy of worship, and their gorgeous, sexy... Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Oh. Jeez, <clears throat> uh. take it down, Notch Casanova. We get it. Sorry. Just say, it was the Wayfinder Skyblaze, and I'll take it from there, okay? It was the Wayfinder Skyblaze. That's better. I'm going to have to watch him, I think. Clearly someone's been on the Tizer again. Ahoy, Skyblaze! Well, spit it out. What do you want? Friendly sort, aren't they? I'm here to have a look at this chart. You're seeking some sort of treasure, are you not? We seek the famed floating island. Legend has it that a great treasure can be found on it. A fantastical gem. A master of all others, if you like. The captain has been searching for it as a wedding present to the famed pirate queen, Mean Mina. But Kathy and Mina have been married for years. Uh, now you know how long we've been searching for it. Look at this, we have this chart and these instructions here. The floating island can be found, a journey out of Pirate Town. Go for six suns, heading west, land and face your toughest test. Four adventures end, Rowalds galore, hang right past the pristine shore, beat the cage and find the box, render bolt and sunder locks. All your wishes will come true, XY marks the spot, what else is new? It's all a bit charred around the edges, unfortunately. The captain managed to drop it in a fire when he was a bit, you know... Here, have a look. Wait, wait. XY marks the spot? I know. I think we've stumbled on the first treasure graph. But that hardly matters. We can't even find the island, let alone the treasure. Still, the captain insists the words are true. We've been doing two week long round trips west across different tangents for as long as I can remember. Nothing. The crew are frustrated to say the least. It's not west. What? It's not west. Look, look, look at I... the burn here over the word. I mean, it's still legible as west. 
No, it's not. All that's legible is EST. There's space for a letter. But what if it wasn't West? So, best? Nest? Rest? Vest? It still has to be an actual direction, right? So, what if it wasn't West, but Lest? L apostrophe E-S-T. Pirates use a lot of French, so if it was the French word Lest, that would mean you'd have to head east. East out of Pirate Town. Are you suggesting that for the last goodness knows how long, we've been going in the wrong direction? Excuse me a second. Skyblaze picked up their telescope and walked to the entrance, before hurling it down angrily towards the deck below. We've been going in the wrong direction for the past five years, you utter clot! And with a new course was charted, Paracetamol was fetched for Don Gavage. See what I mean? And the mighty Mina set sail through the clouds on its way to the floating island. The skies filled with music from the pirates of Radio Sega. Music such as this. Thank you. 
iTunes, Spotify, and Radio Sega. You're listening to Radio Redux.
Well, that was an adventurous ten minutes. Who'd have thought we'd be here at the floating island and have faced all those exciting perils? Attacked by fellow pirates, menaced by a sky kraken, worried by a cease and desist letter and impeded when the 24-7 stream went down. Mm, yeah, would suck if you missed all that going on because of something else. Like a music brick. But thanks to my brilliant leadership, we've sailed through them all. Even the tremendous storm without worries. Right. You fix the server and the stream? And your plan to escape the Sky Kraken involved throwing various members of your own crew into its gaping moor until it went away. Ah, yes. A great loss. Oh, well. Boatswain! Move VG Beats Box and the Sega Lounge to the past show section, please. That's a good lad. What about Dreamcast years? I mean, most of them are left. Yeah, should be fine to stay as it is. So... We're here on this floating island. What now? Hey, didn't that text mention something about a... Suddenly from all around them came the sounds of the turning and whirring of gears, the clanking of chains, the screeching of metal, as four arch segments of metal fencing arced up out of the sands. Oh, spiffing. A drum beat out its ominous rhythm as they came together above their heads, creating a giant cage in the shape of a dome. Oh, wait, this is it. Beat the cage and find the box, right? Look! There's some kind of figure over there. Haman was right. There was a figure there. A monstrous figure, over seven feet tall. The moon glinted off their bronze skin of his rippling muscles, barely concealing an outfit of belts and strips of tasseled leather, straight out of Tetsuyan Memoria's most outlandish dreams. He flashed them a perfect yet predatory smile. A huge hand ran through lush blonde locks and down over cheekbones so sharp they could cut the sun in twain. He walked purposefully up towards the crew of the Mimina, radiating threat and menace. This divine apparition of manhood spoke. Good evening. How do you do? How do you do? I'm Jamie, and this is my cage dome. Lovely, isn't it? Well, isn't this a surprise? I wasn't expecting guests. I'd have invited you in for a nice cup of tea, but my little tent won't hold all of you big pirate types. You really should have called ahead, you know. Now, what are you all doing here? It's a bit cold out for a moonlit stroll. We seek the treasure of the floating island. Really? Oh, well, that's a bit of a bother. I'm the guardian around here, you see, and it's my job to keep people wanting to take the treasure away from where it's kept. And if you're here to steal it, well then that's no good at all. I mean, it's pretty rude when you think about it. No, no. If you're here, I'm afraid I'm just going to have to kill you all. No offence, but it is my job and my three month probation is coming up. So, which one of you is going to die first? Come along, don't be shy. Now come on, hold still please. You know this will be over quickly if you don't dodge out of the way like that. Oh well, there goes the Strictly Sonic show and Sega Lounge to the past shows page. This is Radio Sega is going to be one Simon Shirley special and reruns of Pick and Mix on Loop. Look, uh, Mr. Jamie, sir, could we perhaps not come to some sort of agreement? Like some sort of bribe? A bribe, you say? 
Well, that's something I haven't considered before. What sort of thing are you thinking of? I am very picky, you know. Hey, hey, hey! Put, put, put the big cuts down, will you? You'll have someone's eye out with that. Half of them are missing one already as it is. I'm talking about money. Money? Ooh, that sounds good. Now, if you join this crew and you help us take the treasure, you'd get a share of it. That'd be a lot of money. Probably not more than you're making from this whole Guardian gig, right? Now that is interesting. I've always wanted to be a sky pirate, you know? Having a radio show playing music on the airwaves, talking about things with people, having opinions, that sort of thing. I'll be honest with you, this doesn't pay well at all. And the pensions plan is shocking around here. Let's go get that treasure. I'll show you where it is. Just let me get rid of this silly old cutlass first. Viper. I know, I'm moving RSN live over to the past shows page now. Radio Sega's Winterfest 2021.
This is the place. Before them clearly used to be some sort of temple. Now though it was what looked to be a very attractive entertainment venue in its place, with two very different entrances. The left was all neon lights, a red carpet, and an entranceway guarded by a bouncer. To the right was a far rougher looking entryway, leading some sort of eatery. The sound of live music came from within. It's some sort of bar. What's a bar doing in this temple? And what's, what's that got to do with the clues? Well, there's only one way to find out. We should probably try the right door. I don't think we're getting in through the other one. Oh, yes. This place looks a bit rough. What are you lot doing here? From a connecting door towards the fancier part of the building strode in a red-haired woman with a blue sequin dress. Oh, more pirates trying to steal my treasure, huh? Well, you're not having it. Rexy, what are you doing here? That's Madam Rexy to you, bucko. You are currently standing in Rexy's Mixer and Dive, the most delightful little night spot in all of the floating island. Catering to both those with lots of coin and those with little coin. Either way, it's all coin for me. But what about the hidden treasure? What? That? Uh, no idea. Never found it. Oh, there was lots of gold coins lying around here, there, and everywhere, though. Enough for me to get my start. I've worked hard to build this up, and now I enjoy the finer things in life. There's something for everyone at Rex's Mixer and Dive, though I personally prefer the more sophisticated company on that side to this. I've no time for mere sky pirates anymore. Elitist show-off. Oi! The treasure won't just be coins, though. It's meant to be something really special. And don't forget the clue. Clearly we're supposed to dig somewhere for it. XY marks the spot. XY marks the spot. XY marks the spot. XY. Why are you looking at me like that? Sky blows. Is that XY in line with the other sentences? Um, no, it's indented to the right of where the fire burnt the map. Maybe two characters in or so No way. It can't possibly be that stupid. What? It's not XY marks the spot. It's R-E-X-Y marks the spot. Grab her. Grab her! Okay, up you go now. Hey, what gives? Everyone start digging here. Shove that furniture out the way, you lot. Stop it! Leave that furniture alone! Put those chairs down! Hey! Put those shorts and pigs down! Put those pigs down! Ah! Put me down!
Many minutes later, a mysterious box lay uncovered where Madame Rexy once stood. Okay, it really is that stupid. <sighs> Let's crack this thing open and have done with it, please. I want to end this thing ASAP. Opening the box out there was a smiling, ruddy-faced fellow with beard, glasses and shaggy black hair. He wore a green robe and held before him a large torch which he proceeded to use in order to do some shadow puppets on the wall. Ooh. Ooh. I am the host of Christmas Presents. Look upon me, Kevin Eva Scrooge, for you have never seen the like of me before. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh, look, a bunny. See, I'm really good at these. Pete, what are you, what? what? I am the host of Christmas Present. Like I said, I am here to save your soul and convince you to play Christmas music this year during Winterfest. But the Charles Dickens crap was a year ago. We've covered all of this already. Yes. And you did it without me. I've been waiting years to get on Radio Redux, yet you've never given me the opportunity. Now listen up and know me better, man. You never turned up last year. You were delayed by... Unforeseen circumstances. Yeah, what she said. Look, I'm a very busy man. I've got Race for Good to do, and Let's Race, which is uh, now an affiliate on Twitch, by the way. And I can't just materialise willy-nilly for the convenience of your timetable. Be grateful you've got me at all. In any case, I'm here now. So what are we going to do about that soul of yours, hmm? Ooh, hey look. A rabbit. You already did a rabbit. I'll have you know it's a completely different rabbit, John. So you mean to tell me after all this time, the treasure was you? Some might say my presence in your lives is beyond value. For I am friendship, goodwill to all mankind, peace... On Earth. All wrapped up in a glorious package of me. I've got a song all about it. Give me a sec. Gag him and stick him back in the box. Aye, sir. Back in the box he goes. In you go. Press it down. Get along. Shut up, babe! What on earth will Mina say? I've totally wrecked her skyship for this. Never mind your stupid skyship. What about all this damage to my bar? And hang on, I thought I was doing all the narrative stuff this year. What gives? Look, I'm just doing this for the sake of continuity, all right? I, I demand treasure! So do I! I don't suppose an actual line for LMC's resident pirate on this pirate-themed show would be out of the question, would it? No one's listening to me! Trying to pinch my job more like. And whose job was it first? 
may I ask? No one's keeping me through yet. It was at this point in the proceedings, the true narrator punched the faker right in his big fat nose. <laughs> Why, you? Will you lot shut up? Honestly, we had a great show last year, we have a wonderful message of love and friendship and the true meaning of Christmas. This year, all we've got to say is that much like every Christmas, if you stay about your extended family long enough, you find out one thing. What's that? They're all jerks. You could take your treasure, your floating island and your skyship and you could stick it. I'm off. Oi, you, narrator one. Get me out of this if you know what's good for you. And so, with the final rude gesture at all about, Kevin sprinted out of what remained of Rex's establishment, with a scream of frustration, hurled himself off the island. Down, down, down he fell, and the sea rushed to meet him. As it got closer, everything seemed to also be getting lighter, whiter. And just as he was about to be dashed on the jagged rocks below, he woke up. Easy, easy. You've got quite the egg-shaped lump on your forehead. <laughs> and a bruise on the back of your neck, too. Oh. How long have you managed that? Oh. Oh, thank... Thank God that's over. I had a horrible nightmare. I was stuck in some treasure island mixed skies of Arcadia Christmas mashup, masquerading as a storybook series game. <sighs> Honestly, I can't think of anything worse. Remind me to never mention that the storybook series was in any way not ended. You can stay dead and buried as far as I'm concerned. Much like that box. Well, you're back in the land of the living now. Ah, uh, come on. Let, let's put up these ceiling decorations. Which floor do you want? Swirl? What? What do you mean, swirl? Red, orange, or blue hangings. You have to choose. You have to. You really want to choose red? Orange is obviously no. the correct colour. Orange? No, 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 no. No, blue. Orange red is clearly best. No, orange, no. red. No, orange, red. orange, ah, blue, orange. Red. Red. Blue. Red. Blue. red, orange, orange, blue, orange, red, orange. Oh God, blue. Blue. not this again. Orange, orange. That was Radio Redux 234, The Treasure Trove Show, a special Christmas event for Radio Sega's Winterfest 2021. Featuring the vocal talents of Doublecross, Green Viper, Gavi, Nicholas Haman, Titans Creed, Rexy, Turbo, J Eggman, Mr. Venato, Dr. Scottnik, Donny, I Need Fruit, TA Black, Earthart, Skyblaze, and me, Kevin, with a special appearance of Alexis as the cabin girl, and Greyfall as the narrator. 
This was a Last Minute Continue production. For more, please check lastminutecontinue.com.